This week's episode of Comics for Fun and Profit is brought to you by DC and DC's Round Robin Tournament. Yeah, we're 99% Batman, but we want to show you we don't have to be. We have some great ideas. Here's 16 of them, for example, in this tournament. We're not going to give you 15 of those. Instead, we'll give you one. After a disappointing, heartbreaking, cocktease of a head-to-head battle between some pretty good ideas that we're never going to give you. Because we're DC. We print nothing but Batman. And one round robin winner. Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Profit. This is Kyle and Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 734. For comics originally coming out May the 17th and May the 18th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops, this coming Tuesday and this coming Wednesday. Drew, you got anything else fun for me in the world of comics, aside from trying to avoid spoilers, which I haven't really avoided, so I've just kind of dipped in because we have to for the show. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard that um, Doctor Strange is good. Uh, Adam Pastry on the Slack channel was talking about it. Said, "Avoid spoilers if you can." Nope, um, I had to. I just jumped in feet first because I know when we look at hot comics, it's gonna be there. Um, and then he said, uh, "Need to have watched WandaVision probably before you can enjoy it fully." Watched it twice. <laughs> have you really? I went back and I grabbed a couple later episodes because I was looking okay. for stuff in them. But yeah, very cool. And then he said, um. He said, but he said it's definitely worth it. So yeah, Scuttlebutt is it's 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 good. It's worth it. Um, I've heard leaned into the horror, and I've heard that's overblown. Yes, yes. Uh, my daughter said it was scary, but you know, I don't know how many. I don't I don't know. Like it like I can't imagine it's really scary. <laughs> well, it got it, it's an R rated. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll give you that. Um. First of all, we want to do give a shout out to our newest patron, Christopher Ellis. Thank you for joining uh, our Patreon and supporting us in a manner you see fit. We appreciate every single one of our patrons, um, but especially Christopher Ellis because he's our newest patron. So thank you so much for joining. And you all know you can go over to patreon.com and uh type in comics for fun and profit or go to patreon.com slash comics fun profit um, to check out all the tiers and support us and be a part of our community. Uh, we thank you and we thank Christopher Ellis. So welcome aboard. I also have to have a melancholy happy trails to the round Robin tournament uh, uh, favorite Kyle. Um, we thought Constantine was going to breeze to the final two. There's no reason it shouldn't have. It's the only thing worth reading. Well, um, it turns out you forgot to vote. <laughs> That's and two years straight, I forgot. <laughs> you forgot to vote. And Suicide Squad Dark. Seriously, beat, Suicide beat, Squad Dark? Beat Constantine the Demon uh, 50.1% to 49.9999%. Oh and it equals, goodness. and there's a little picture of you with a line through it that said he didn't vote. If I was Kyle would have vote. voted, you would have put it over the top and Constantine <laughs> would have made it through. But because you didn't, you took your ball and went home. Um, you took it for granted. I'm honestly feeling pit of the stomach right now. Yeah. It was like a single vote separating the winners from the losers. That's so stupid. Who wants to see a stupid Amanda Waller? Come on. Uh-huh. Another Suicide <sighs> Squad. 
versus uh, Superboy, which beat Green Lantern. Um, okay, so, so Superboy is the, should be the new winner. Yeah, so there's a 20-page comic out, 28-page comic out with uh, 10 pages from each of those shoved in there. Um, Who wrote the Constantine? Oh, uh, Gary Allen, I think, is the guy's Gary, name. I'm going to tweet you an apology. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I've ruined all of your dreams. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, so it's uh, Thompson and Brown doing Suicide Squad Dark. And Porter and Lindsay doing Superboy, the man of tomorrow. Um, uh, Voting closes on Sunday, tomorrow by 9 p.m. I think you can only vote now through the DC Universe app. I don't think they let us Twitter people vote anymore. Oh, man. Uh, They also. Oh, man, I didn't vote before, so now I'm mad. Yeah, you definitely. Now you're mad you can't vote. Um, There's some scuttlebutt that. there were a lot of bots voting in the Twitter and Instagram polls that actually Superboy was down 70 to 30 and Instagram bots came in and put him over the top. So there's some controversy there. Oh, um, now wouldn't it be ironic had bots been the one that like pushed the uh, cyborg one to the end <laughs> yeah now, wouldn't that have been like amazing the one like we've been talking about this whole this whole uh inner dark web stuff with the cyborg one and then yeah. suddenly there's all these weird votes that come up for that one to get to the top that i would read that would be cool the, yeah. the our our robot overlords have deemed this worthy that's exactly so, right <laughs> so please read um yeah so i bummed i skimmed the the preview pages. Um, I, did, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't want to read it. I don't even care. Constantine didn't <laughs> win. I don't care. So, for those of you who like the idea of Suicide Squad Dark or the creators, they are good creators. Um, and or Superboy, the Man of Tomorrow. Um, you have a chance to vote until nine o'clock tomorrow if you are a DC DC Universe person. I now hate tournaments. I'm just angry. Yeah. Well, it's two years in a row. Yeah, we I, have got screwed two years in a row. Well, not you, because it's your boy, Tim Seeley, that won last oh, year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of happy. So you were fine with that. You, you were fine. <laughs> it wasn't the title I liked, but it was the creator I liked. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, now we can... Well, no, we've got one more. we got to see the results, I guess. Do I'll we, mention, or can we just can we just boycott from this point out? As our, as I mean, ours. at this point, i got to follow it through and at least announce the winner at some future future so i can so i can golf clap next time yeah yeah well yeah it, it, i don't know how long it'll take i mean if the the voting ends tomorrow we we might know on monday so unless they're kicking it down the road for no real reason that's true that's true um so yeah that there's that let's shoot over and pick ourselves up with some more previews from may to july and we'll start with boom Let's see what's coming out new. Let's start in our boom, which if you are have a physical book, it is page 95. If you are looking digitally, we are at 104. Uh, Drew and I like to just kind of peruse down, see if anything really catches our interest that we think would be a good investment. Uh, from the very jump or something that we like or dislike the direction some of these companies are going to, and we just feel like yelling at them. Those are also options. We will start with our first thing, and I'm going to hand it to my brother to <laughs> do because I cannot pronounce anything I was associated with 
would, this. That's why I threw it to you. It was like, why doesn't Kyle take this one? Because I'm going to butcher this. It's Flavor Girls number one, written, drawn, with a cover by a lovely, a lovely creator. With umlauts the in their of, name. This name has umlauts in it, and I'm not good with umlauts. Loic Locatelli Kurwalski. Max. You did awesome with that. You did that so could, much better. I, I would have literally. So I'm sorry, Loic. Um, it is a Flavor Girls number one comic. It's eight bucks. It's 56 pages. So it's basically two comics shoved shoved into one. Um, looks so. I mean, looks okay. Art looks all, okay. All AG cover, but the actual internal art looks like it might have a little bit of a serious aspect to it. Singular um, voice behind Persephone comes a new magical girls all age adventure. That is all AG. So not me, but. Someone will enjoy it. Fans of go. Sailor Moon, Save Yourself, and Power Rangers. Yeah. So then we like go to bro- Bronies would also like. Oh, yeah. Yep, there you go. Uh, then we transition to Hollow, uh, a graphic novel hardcover and softcover. It's our gem of the month. Shannon Waters, Brandon Boyer-White, illustrated by Bernice Nell. And it's an expensive $25 hardcover, 176 pages. Queer romance comes to Sleepy Hollow. We're hitting courtesy. hot button words all over the place here. Yeah, courtesy of the co-creator of Lumberjanes. So, Kyle, I'm all for conclusion. Um, I, I love diversity and inclusion, and I want people to be seen and heard in the mediums that they love. I absolutely want people to be able to find people they can associate with. Does However, it seem like there's a lot? However, I think I think we're we're writing books based on that more than we are ideas. Are we? Why, why, why are we leading with that all the yeah. time? We're leading with it. Uh, am I just an old fogey at this point? I guess both things can be true. <laughs> um, <laughs> little column A. Little, little column A. It's just, okay. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll read solicitation and you'll be like, you know, in a dark post-apocalyptic world. And then it's like, and the first person's gay and the second person doesn't know. And here's the setting. Yeah. Now we're just going straight up. Here, here we go. Here's our here's here's our pitch. It's fine. Whatever. Okay, then let's move on to the 25th issue of Something is Killing the Children. Number 25 is out. James Tinian uh, celebrating 25 bloodstained issues with a 40 page oversized five dollar version. Something is Killing the Children has always been something I've really liked and spoken to me and has great covers. And now they've thrown J.G. Jones covers in, which I love. They've thrown Mm -hmm. Peach Momoko covers in, which I love. So they've given Jenny Frizen one, two, three, four covers. I assume some of them are the same thing, just different versions of it. Um, So they are leaning into the things that I like, too. So good on you. Something is Killing the Children. Is this the same die cuts that we've made as uh, sneak peek picks? I think it's a different person behind the mask. Okay. Okay. So it must have, that means it it did well. <sighs> Look at that Jang Lee cover on one page down. Look at that. Oh, who is this? My goodness. Jang Lee. It's got a very um, Batman Who Laughs look to it, doesn't that it? That is the unlockable cutter cover. I. <sighs> We might have to uh, throw a, a, an email to Eric to find out what, what, what exactly unlockable means in the stage of boom. That means write him a check. That's and what, a, that's, that's what unlocks that. Status. That's awesome. That's very cool. Because, like, like, if you're, like, 
there's six covers I want for something is killing the children 25 at least. And I haven't yeah. even seen them all. Well, uh, and then as you look at house of slaughter, number eight, the companion book, mm-hmm. one of their covers will never be publicly previewed because it's extremely violent. And it's a Chris Burnham Burnham cover. So this is the FOMO, right? They're yeah. just saying, we're never, we're not going to show you. You'll we never see you it. Want it. You'll, you'll never ne- see and it. And if you don't buy it, you'll never see it. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. That's pretty good. Yeah. And <laughs> if you love the die cut cover, you can buy the bandana. For 20 bucks, the bandana can be yours and you can wear this sucker around. Easiest cosplay ever, by the way. You know, on, on, and they're honestly mad. COVID's a little bit close to over because this would have been dope during the, the, the theory of, of multi masking. Hey, well, maybe it'll come back. <laughs> we can only hope. We can only. True. <laughs> And then, so get your mask, and then get your uh, short box, something that's children, chil- killing the children short box, for all your covers and the first 25 issues and your House of Slaughter. It'll probably fill that bad boy up. Let it never be known that Boom does not lean into success. No. And, you know, and I, I'm kind of kicking myself. I dropped off this after the first arc. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, hey, it's okay. I don't know that I need to keep reading it. <laughs> Once you found out what was killing the children. Yeah, yeah. Once you see, yeah, it's a monster. Okay, <laughs> big deal. And then it's still going strong, it's still specking hard. Uh, you know, I feel bad. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have given up on it. And I like, I think this was last week's pick by you, Grim. Um, yeah, Grim looks good. So we got a Stephanie Phillips that we're talking about issue three at this point. They're doing a foil cover for extra two dollars for the foil cover. So your standard cover is three ninety nine. Your foil cover is five ninety nine. Has that been the case throughout? A two dollar bump for the premium cover? I always thought it was a dollar. Mm-hmm. I guess foil is just a little bit more expensive. Kind of crazy. Uh, of course, I'm not sure how much it would cost to do that kind of foil. So possible. But everything else is going up. So why wouldn't that? Yeah. So yeah. So um, I don't think that would translate to our card stocks in yeah. DC. But you never know. And to be fair. Part of what is just pulling me towards Grimm is the Jenny Frizen, Frizen covers remind me so much of Revival that I can't not smile. Yeah, and don't all Jenny Frizen covers kind of remind you of Revival? Well, they're literally holding a scythe in one of them. So. Okay, I gotcha. And then as I'm glancing down through Boom, I'm not seeing a lot of other things. Um, just a lot of on the on, their ongoings, some of their hard covers, things collected. Although I do like the name of the the artist for Mighty Morphin 21, Moises Hidalgo. That yeah. That's one to say. Yeah. You you want, wish your name was Moises? If Moises Hidalgo? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be signing things <laughs> left and right. My name is Moises Hidalgo. Moises Hidalgo. Prepare to you, die. Exactly. Exactly. Kill my father. Prepare to die. The train for a berserker. Continues to run on. What was that? Twelve issues, thirteen issues. It was supposed to end up. It's going to end up. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't have anything in, again until Dark Horse, and then I, I like get a Ethan little Young, fanboy. Young cover for Firefly. Six okay. is really good with the, okay. the punch. Um, I want. I should be reading this Basilisk by Colin Bond, but Once in Future makes it to twenty seven. Yeah, I'm with you. That is such a cool cover for Alice Ever After, number four. All right. At this point, I'm just enjoying things. <laughs> okay. You ready for me to um, geek out a little bit? 
Yes. Mind Management is back from Dark Horse. Wow. Uh, one of my favorite series from a while ago from Matt Kent. Feral Dal- Dalrymple doing the art. It's coming back. It's called Mind Management Bootleg. Um, comes out July 6th. It's $3.99. And it's a gem of the month. And it's part of Matt Kent's new Flux House imprint, which is going to be crime, science, sci-fi, and humor books. A.K.A. comics. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So I am psyched in these... I love Mad Mind Management, so it's back, kind of. I don't know how they're going to work. Matt Kent not doing the art is going to be interesting. I kind of like the scratchy Matt Kent art. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's probably spread thin. It's a great cover. Got some vinyl and comics on the cover. Always makes it look neat. And did you see the cover C? Cover C variant is a special polybagged cover drawn by Marguerite Savage and contains a special mind management playing card. <laughs> and oh, it's eight bucks. so he's he, he, the mind management game that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm wondering. Oh, it's part of the new Flux House game. There you go. So if you want to play this game and be meta, you're going to spend eight dollars every single week on. Yeah. <laughs> So take a look at Feral Dalrymple's art, interior art. Wow, that is it's, good art. So I love the scratchy Matt Kent, but this is great. Yeah. <laughs> this is like the details next level. Um, it doesn't skimp on backgrounds. You know, you're not you're not just seeing a wall. You're seeing a wall that's covered in posters with a stack of boxes, and you can see what's in them. You know, it's it's fantastic art. It's fantastically it's very creative, art. bubbling for uh, for speech bubbles and text. Oh, and stuff. I like all the stuff. Yeah, it's just great. So well worthy of gem of the month. Uh, well worthy of Matt Kent trusting him with to take over the the art chores. I'm just curious. Mind management ended well, so I'm curious where this goes. But I'm Do on, you recognize this dude? Is this a dude? No, you know? no, 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 no. It was a new dude. New dude, yeah. Gotcha. New dude. It's going to be meta. I'm guessing he's going to be reading about mind management and, and experiencing a mind management type of thing happen to him. That's what it looks like on first glance. Um, but but I'm in. I'm down. All right. Next time, video game is Overwatch <laughs> New Blood number one. Of course, Overwatch, the Blizzard inspired video game. Uh, and this, I believe, the second or third iteration spin out of some of the main characters on that. Um, it's a multiplayer game that came out originally. So a lot of people were clamoring for single player content or backstory for some of these characters that they only knew from essentially a multiplayer aspect of it. Um, so it looks like they've leaned a little bit extra to comics as well to cover some of that stuff. So uh, they got yet another one. So if you're fans of Cole Cassidy or any of the other characters in Overwatch, this is a, a good way to get some of those stories in a five-issue series. Now, remind me, <clears throat> in my recollection, Overwatch, incredibly hyped, yep. disappointing launch, but, nope. then has, but then has built up uh, an audience since. It was not a disappointing launch on that Oh, okay. Okay, so it so it came out of the gate. People loved it from the start. Yeah, uh, they did good. Super big into the cosplay world. Super big into uh, all that fun stuff. Okay, okay. And it's uh, is it an exclusive or is it playable on both both 
everything. It's everything. It's it's Blizzard, so it's multiplat. Okay. So what the kids say, multiplat? Multi-platform. I saw, I'm sorry, I'm just lazy and didn't feel like saying the rest of the word, but now well, you made me say more words, so like, that was the opposite. Gen Z don't like syllables, so I was thinking maybe you really... You know what? This comic is fire, Drew. This comic is fire. <laughs> little sus. Little, little sus. sus. Sorry, can't help you. <laughs> no cap, brother, no cap. Uh, well, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear people t- tuning out right now. I can get this on TikTok. I'm out of here. I actually really, I love this this Molly Mock Tea Leaf cover for the Critical Role Mighty Nine Origins. Um, I listened to that whole campaign and just, you know, seeing the art on that cover is really cool. I, yeah, it, it looked interesting. And it's, so Critical Role is a... So you take some of the most popular voice actors, actually the the guy who uh, I believe is the voice of Cole from Overwatch is the DM for it, and they oh. do a 130 episode campaign, three hours an episode, so 500 ap- hours, five to 600 hours worth of open-ended campaign with the characters that they create on the spot using voice actors doing different voices for D&D characters and creating a world, um, and then they do stuff uh some backstory for things that happened prior or after for that world kyle in the comic world you are one of the busiest people i know you know full-time gig uh multiple podcasts um you've got um three kids Mm -hmm. an adoring wife and (laughs) and and you know very active children in a lot of things how do you have time to listen to 150 hours of a D&D podcast do you sleep sir thankfully uh with the invention of airpod pros and having to do a lot of moving boxes back and forth work in the back at work i can throw in an earbud and listen oh to a couple hours. you can you can get paid to listen i can get paid to listen so you know fantastic yep and also i i mow four and a half acres every week so i throw <laughs> headphones on and i'm oh, on the mower a lot that's true that's true okay so that's that's kind of cool that's yeah. kind of cool i am looking at the shaolin cowboy cruel to be kin steve scrochy cover and am I the only that person really that loves cool. loves Scrochy? Because this is just fantastic. He's he's doing a couple of covers and then a Stan Sakai cover as a cover. B. Holy moly, you can't go wrong. Throw a dart, pick a cover. They're all great. So you have a Shaolin cowboy book with a uh, there's a there's a hidden rabbit on the cover right there. Well, there boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Getting some more Bendis from his imprint. Everybody's got an imprint. It. At Dark Horse now. Well, I mean, it's just all about ownership and imprint is ownership. So IP, baby. It's all mm-hmm. about the IP. Yep. Where's our IP? Is this our mm-hmm. IP? Is this all we got? RIP, R- <laughs> Drew. RIP. <laughs> Hardcovers for Black Hammer. Volumes for Ianu. This okay. G. Willow Wilson Airbook. Yeah. This, is this a straight to graphic novel? Because I'm not familiar with this. M.K. Perker, G. Willow Wilson. M.K. Perker, I thought, was a a, a writer. Uh, yeah, he's from the New Yorker, Mad Magazine, and he did some stuff for Fables. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's an artist. He is an artist. Um, new edition, first of four thrilling volumes 
Eisner nominated. I feel like I've I've the flight attendant. I feel like I've heard. Acrophobic is that uh scared of outside? That's no, agoraphobic. That's agoraphobic. What's acrophobic? I don't know. Acrophobic. Acrophobic. Okay. Acrophobic is extreme fear of heights. How do you oh, not that? How do you not and you're know a that? flight attendant. Oh, yeah, acrobat, acro, gotcha. I gotcha. How do we not know that? We should know that. Um, okay. I am. Uh, I feel like I missed this. Was it direct? Was it was it a, like a four issue series that was collected, or was it straight to? Might be not. Maybe this is the first. I, uh, it must have a graphic novel. Well, it says Eisner nominated, so it has. Oh yeah, yeah. So this has come out. We just missed it. It seems interesting. Yeah. Sorry, G Willow. Yeah, sorry, sorry, G Willow. I'm gonna have to check you out. That's very cool. That's why we do the show, mm-hmm. right? We don't. A lot of it's just re- us rediscovering things. Yes, just because there's a thousand things in previews each and every month. How are you gonna catch them all? Speaking of things, I just realized that. Thank you, uh, Dark Horse Solicit. Stranger Things season four premieres this May on Netflix. No way. Yeah. Like, as in this month? Is it as out in now? This month? Yeah, so I guess I will put off uh, dropping Netflix for at least one month. Yeah, when are they gonna when are they gonna tell all my relatives that they can't uh, horn in on my password? That's coming, right? That's uh, coming. Between that, the raising prices and not fighting a lot on it, I am pretty much out. But I'll stay for Stranger Things. Oh, there's you 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 could just have Netflix and live in there forever. But I don't want it. I have Disney Plus. I right. have Amazon I agree. Prime. I agree. I have it's what, the, 17 bucks now? Hulu's? Yeah. That's Which I'm an OG, so I remember it was like nine. Yeah, exactly. Uh, May 27th, folks. Circle your calendar for the fourth and final? Final? Kids getting old? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing final. Oh, that's you get. Okay. Yeah, it's just me guessing. Um, it, And uh, yeah, so... That'd be cool. I don't know what else, what they can do. Are they going to go back into the upside down? Well, they got to go to Russia to get, what's his face? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I need to watch that last Harbor. episode again. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like this is a world that we can play with spinoffs like crazy. And since we are talking about TV and comic tie-ins, um, Orville is also coming back. When is it premiering? It's on Hulu, right? We're getting a third season. That sounds right. Welcome June, to Drew Google's dates. June 2. I'm not that far away either. Yeah, so I'm excited about that coming back. And then this is the, the Orville Library Edition Volume 1 hardcover. Um, that art is just dear, <laughs> dear Michael Atia. Your cover art is garbage. <laughs> Shots but, fired. But, you know... I. I'm sure I couldn't do any better, but I know some children who probably could. Um, <laughs> it's really, really not great. And that's what you get into, right? When you when you um, try to approximate television likenesses. Yeah, because everybody has an ar- uh, an already thought of what these people yeah. look like, and then you're like, yeah. It's like you're basically not drawing your God, light light boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that that that's always the problem, I think. Some people might like it. I am not a big I had shown interest in The Ward from Dark Horse. I thought it sounded neat. ER meets Hellboy kind of thing. Okay. Boy Cover 2 sells me on it. <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? 
Well, uh, what, what happens when a giant ogre has to, to birth a baby uh, and needs help from people that aren't ogres? Giant. Is he walking into the birth canal? I, I believe we're going to, uh, yes. Oh, we're my. Just, we're just, yeah. My, my. Yeah, so lots of fun and things I'd never seen in a comic, but uh, I can't wait to see what goes on there. Yeah. Talked lots. a lot about the collector previously, so. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Lots of trades, lots of final issues, you know, breakouts, yeah. final issue, Jenny Z- Zero, penultimate, a wiper trade, which I don't remember that one either. So a lot of these have been, um, you know, we, we we glance at at these publishers and they usually don't have a lot for us. But mm-hmm. it looks like there might have been some things we may have short shifted and not yeah. uh, short shifted and not not actually given enough time. Because yeah, like Dark Horse has kicked their cyberpunk book way to the end of their solicit and it's still only on issue two. Yeah. Now, here's another one of those publishers, Dynamite, who we struggle. Dynamite. We struggle. No, we're not going to struggle. We're not. Let's get past Vampirella year one and say, okay. oh, look, we have another Vampirella. Um, get your covers, be they cheesecake or not. And all this stuff moving on. My, there's like 11 baby. But here we have Mad Balls versus Garbage Pail Kids. Okay, this is this is working for you. This is I this I have I I I owned all these things. Well, yeah, but that was when you were 10 years old. Awesome. What do they look like now? Let's find. Okay. So we want to revisit Jason Crosby with a million covers. <gasps> we're going to do the garbage pill kid thing covers as all oh, that's awesome. Okay. So that's just cool. Okay. See, uh, so now that, I I I at first I judged you a little bit, but now I think I'm like, well, Shelly Fish does a wonderful job with Scooby-Doo comics, mm-hmm. which I revisit because of my childhood. Yes. So yes. therefore, I can't judge from my high horse and glass house because I do the same thing, only with something other than Mad Balls and what is Correct. It? Also, this is me slightly being selfish. I have Mad Balls issue one from the 80s. So if this takes off. Oh, I, I see what you're doing. This is so what you're doing. Two you want stupid reasons. You want a resurgence. Correct, correct. But like, do you remember the Garbage Pail Kids? Everybody had all the Garbage Pail Kids. They were disgusting. I, I, I yeah, but I, that was not my wheelhouse. I was um too old for Garbage Pail Kids. Maybe In, okay. The 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 Garbage Pail Kids trading card is from 1985. You were 15. That was not out of your wheelhouse. I was I was driving at that point. You act like you're so refined. You were giggling. <laughs> I was working on my D&D characters. <laughs> I had a lot of things going on. <laughs> anyway, I'm very intrigued by this. We've seen in the past few years nostalgia go nuts. And these people, you know, Pokemon cards from the old times are the most popular thing in the world. And yeah. we've already rebooted and redone all of the old stuff. And here's some more. So I- I'm dipping in. You're dipping in. Fantastic. Uh, we have the Army of Darkness versus the Reanimator. Um, these are crossover of a couple of BC movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so not usually something Drew would say I'm interested in, but Eric Burnham's doings is involved, and Tony Fleeks is involved here. Um, I might have to check this out just because of the people involved in this, even though the properties are just movies that I'm like, eh, <laughs> eh. 
not, not, not my wheelhouse. But I, I can just see it being super creepy or super uh, violent looking, gross out type art that uh, might tickle my fancy if I'm in the right mood. And humor and horror, uh, Eric Burnham, Burnham, if you remember from Die, 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 mm-hmm. does a great job of that. So yeah. something to check for. Uh, we got Savage Tales one shot, just uh, definitely old school. Yeah. Look to it. Samurai Sonia. Oh, some good covers. Yeah. Still doing coins. We're still cranking out the $30 oh, wow. collectible yeah. coins. We we thought those crashed and burned. Somebody's buying them. Yeah. We thought they were neat ideas, but we yeah. weren't sure how they right. do. Another Red Sonia facsimile edition. A facsimile edition for a book I have, so that's weird. A facsimile edition for a book that's nine years old. And not, not really a grail that's difficult to get. No. Something that was overprinted, and there's plenty of them. Yeah. Explain that. Can't explain it. I, I, here's the unexplainable uh, Betty Page series that continues to crank out comics as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The rest of the stuff is, if you're into it, you're into it. If you're not, you're not. Yep. Yep. Very, very much dynamite. Yeah, very much. What dynamite. they do, but they didn't always. They 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 did some regular comics at one point. Mm. I'm still loving the Rose Besh covers for Sheena. I wish I uh-huh. had them all. I don't know yep. why I'm drawn to them. Also, that Arthur uh, Satan. I just like Sheena. Never mind. This is a thing I should talk about off air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's something for you and your therapist. <laughs> and that uh, does that put us into. That puts us in the in the back half. Okay. So that's so, all of our. So what did we miss, Kyle? What's missing from this mid tier? Do you could you catch image? It? Image. No, I'm we kidding. did image last week. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just kidding. Um, it's IDW, buddy, and IDW has transferred their uh, distribution to uh, which one was it? Was it um, the Lunar? No, it was a uh, Penguin Random House. Mm-hmm. So what previous did was they just booted them. They booted them right out. Said you're going to be in the back half now. That's crazy. If at all, I don't even know if they're down there. I haven't finished the book, so I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, they're out of the middle tier. <laughs> um, and it pissed people off. That's crazy. Yeah, so exactly. much infighting. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what are you going to do if you had an exclusive distributorship with somebody and they they don't so they don't they don't want you anymore? You'd be hurt. Yeah, yeah. Think about those girls that broke up, broke your heart when you were in high school. Why, why do you assume I didn't break up with anybody myself? Why I'm just taking a stab. I'm just going to take a stab in the dark and say you got broken up with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe no, you no. were the heart. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> hey, it's the good folks at Comics for Fun and Profit reminding you that nobody Patreons like we Patreon. So join us at C4FAP and go over to Patreon slash ComicsFunProfit and sign up at a level of your choosing. There's various tiers with various goodies for you. Somebody, Something that everyone gets at any level is you get to be a part of our Slack channel community. And you get early and ad-free access to all our episodes. But wait, there's more. So go over to Patreon slash ComicsFunProfit and check out all we have to offer. We urge you, sign up today. Kyle, let's talk about cover prices top 10. Oh, hold on. I'm looking at something real quick. You, uh, uh, 
Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm cool. Okay. There, are we going to end up doing the back half stuff? Do you know? Um, we'll see. Okay. You gotcha. won't. You won't because you're going to camp. Oh, that's right. I'm not here next week. Yeah. So we're going to have a great time talking about back half stuff without you. Yeah. Make sure you talk about that Knights of the Fifth Dimension by Blue Juice. No, no. If you don't, if you're not here, you don't get to say anything. <laughs> Cover price top ten is where we look at our secondary market and the things heating up on the aftermarket for us. Um, let's head on over. I'll be right back. Price things starting with rank number ten. We of course have Spider Verse. Issue number six, this issue features many first appearances. The Spinster, Sea Spider, Spider Requiem, Garden Spider, Spider Sting, V, Sun Spider, Spider, and White Spider. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Universe is traveling various dimensions set to feature over tw- 200 characters. With so many characters appearing in some, this has to be a bunch of the first appearances. So you're grabbing as many first appearances as you can in one book and holding it and hoping those people come in in the next Across the Spider-Verse. So a CGC 9.8 is $1,500 for this 2020 book. That's crazy. Raw copies have gone absolutely insane, too. And it's people just clamoring for first appearances of tertiary spiders. Um, because we know with the, you know, across the Spider-Verse property, the last movie was awesome. It was so good and it was so well done and everything like that that we're going to get some good quality. They're splitting into two movies and we are just packing it with extra spiders and hoping there's some heat. So people are buying this book up like crazy. And there's not apparently very many of them around at rank nine. We have Thor God of thunder. Number two, this is of course your first appearance of gore, the God butcher, which all I hear is Christian Bale has absolutely knocked it out of the park. So I cannot wait to see that. Oh, you have, huh? You have heard that? Oh yeah. I've heard the, Christian Bale just does amazing with his Gore the God, but sure. So that's, I can't wait. $480 for CG 9.8 and uh, 19 copies moving on the secondary market. At rank eight, we have Batman Beyond of the White Knight, number one, the second print foil, which I said, let's go for the second print on this, if I remember correctly. Mm -hmm. The new Robin's cameo has found another way back into the top 10. Just last week, Sean Murphy's beautifully illustrated ratio virgin variant left the printing press on fire. In less than a week, there was 15 copies sold on the internet and $100 for a friggin' raw copy of a 1 in 25. Okay. Good. Nuts. Vengeance number one. Drew is never going to get excited about a ratio variant. I apologize, folks. The Multiverse of Madness is here. The debut of lots of things. Of course, America Chavez. So this is America Chavez. 23 copies sold. CGC 9.8 up above $1,200 already. Let me tell you um, about let me tell you about my my ratio take. Done this so, so times. Well, this is kind of I don't know if I have ever shared this, but if I recall at the beginnings of the ratio, like in the 1800s, back yeah back in the day when they whittled them out of stone tablets, mm-hmm. um, it was it was if you if the store bought that number, they got this extra one that was unlocked mm-hmm. that they also buy. And I don't remember them passing the costs of the a- acquisition on to us. And it was. Or else, yes, did not. They would throw ratios all for. I think any ratio was like eight dollars. Yeah, it was. It was maybe double cover. It the the fact that it's like you're actually paying that store for the acquisition sometimes not all stores uh the acquisition of the ratio uh that's where i'm soured on it so a one in 50 i don't want to have to pay for the privilege of you buying 50 copies of so you go buy 50 i can't i don't have a diamond account 
so Since you can't. You got to pay for that ride to play with the big boys. That's true. I'd like to. I'd like to golf at Augusta, and golf around here is like twenty bucks. <laughs> so well, you want to pay for the privilege of using a really nice course. <laughs> I see what you're saying. So you're telling me that I am an entitled d bag. Yes, please hand me all of your words for free. Your gold is worth nothing unless I say it is. <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. I, I withdraw. I withdraw All my right, take. All right, back at round, rank five. Also, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. We're going to get into a, some probably Multiverse of Madness stuff in here. Um, I normally don't talk around it. We're a week out. Yeah. Okay, just you, checking. You, yeah, go ahead. Gotcha. At rank five, we have Thor number one, which is our first cover appearance of Jane Foster. I cannot believe how nuts this book that we thought was overprinted in the beginning is gone. Right. Uh, you're getting 80 bucks for just Rawls on this thing, over 500 for CGC 9.8s, and the movie ain't even out yet, so that's awesome. At rank four, we have Exiles, number three from 2018. This is an interesting book to see in the top tip. The cover of this book has Peggy Carter as Captain America, which has led some to believe that this is a first appearance of Cactus Captain Carter, which is actually incorrect. That is, you know, the first appearance of Captain Carter in comic books was her March 2022 series, Captain Carter number one. However, the fans want this one, so they're paying for this one. 500 bucks for a CGC 9.8. So just FYI, you're getting Peggy Carter as Captain America, but not necessarily Captain Carter. Okay. That's a that's a really thin differentiation, I guess. Because, like, well, the shield's different, the uniform's different. Yeah, but, I mean... Yes, I'm I'm with you. Well, in that case, what is It's like that what if, right? Yeah, exactly, which I'm assuming we'll talk about later. At rank three, from Scout Comics from 2020, Assassin and Sons, WWE fans are no strangers to the 2022 Hall of Famer Shad Gaspard, who wrote Assassin and Sons number one. For those who are not fans of WWE, you might enjoy the fact that Shad provides the motion capture for the infamous Kratos in the 2018 God of War. That is kind of cool. Last week, news broke that this series was optioned for a movie by State Street Pictures. Since the announcement, the book has garnered increased interest. 30 copies have moved on the secondary market with a high sale of $80 for CGC 9.8 for an old Scout Comics. That's pretty dope. Surprising. So once again, wrestling and comics mix, right? And he died, right? He's the one that died. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, he, he died. Shad um, Gaspard died. Shad Gaspard died, um, like a couple of years ago, I think. Okay, maybe I, I, I guess so that's I th- very. So, so I think we only got one. I think the deal was Assassin and Son came out. We never got a second issue. Maybe correct. That's right. He died in twenty twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. So that was, I guess, that was the deal. And now we're um, regenerating an interest since the option. So very cool. At rank two, we have New Avengers number seven from 2005. The Multiverse of Madness has teased the debut of many characters and new team appearances. Once the Illuminati were confirmed in the most recent trailer, fans flocked to pick up the first appearances of the legendary Marvel group. Since the film is still fresh, we'll keep our mouths shut about the mind-blowing experience waiting for first-time viewers. So, um, just FYI, cover prices tiptoeing around the spoilers, whereas I don't believe our friends at CBSI are. Um, 
Bear market value $72 for this book and 415 for CGC 9.8. Yeah. And at rank number one, the Mighty Thor number 326, the newsstand version from 1982. Another interesting book to see in the top 10 list. The season finale of Moon Knight had many twists and turns, one of which was seeing the fantastic Lila spread her wings and soar into a brand new role, quite literally. Marvel has since confirmed her new identity as the Scarlet Scarab. What an interesting... What is interesting about this book is that there is no apparent connection between the TV portrayal of the hero and the comic book counterpart. This is the first appearance of the second Scarlet Scarab, the son of the first Scarlet Scarab, who debuted in Invaders number 23. Regardless of the disconnect, this book has seen massive increase in sales since the conclusion of this Moon Knight series. We've tracked 27 copies sold and a high sale of $345 for only a CGC 9.6. So comic yeah, I mean, collectors right. are dumb. I, no, I mean, so it's it's a gender flip. And how can that, how does that work for spec long term? So this is the first appearance of the Scarlet Scarab, who's the bo- a boy. We now have a female. <laughs> a Scar- boy. Uh, we now have a Scarlet Scarab, female character. Character's the same, right? Is the is the character, um, but the origin's different. Um, ah, tough. It's a tough call on as far as like an investment book. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you snap it up while you can? No. Or you know, is it ship already sold when the as soon as the moon knight finale started and you yes. saw it at that point you needed to snap it up unless she can be in a young avengers or something i mean it was a great character yeah it was it really was so i mean I'm, I'm all for it but i just don't know long term how that works when when they make so many changes to a character i don't know um, we'll, we'll have to see we'll stay tuned At you can buy 11. it for 100 bucks are you buying it no, I'm not. Just but I'm notoriously cheap and don't buy ratios. So, you know, why are you listening to me? Not a ratio. I'm just comparing apples and oranges. Oh, okay. I rank 11. Captain Carter number one uh, sold an additional 73 copies. Wow. Um, high sale 325 for 9.8. Raw is around 13 bucks. So, yeah, buying for 13. Just wait for six months. Claim your fantastic return on investment. Been saying that for years. Uh, let's see. Anybody's going to care by then, by the time it comes back. Well, you never know. I, I do know. If you pre-sell it, pre-sell it for six months down the road. Wow. Right? Yep. We do, I, we, I see, see them happen all the time. Uh, that's rank 12. We got a Star Wars Obi-Wan number one. Ario Anidit. Do one in twenty-five. It's a beautiful cover. I friggin' love the look of this cover. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, you were a big fan. Thirty-eight copies sold. Fifty-five for a raw. Um, Spawn number nine comes in at rank thirteen. This is Angela's first appearance. Forty-two additional copies sold. Uh, Nine point eight, around two hundred dollars. I'm sorry, I lied to you. I like the Tyler Kirkham cover, not the Ario Indito. Well, well I go. was wrong. At rank 14, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number 6 from 2006. Uh, El Muerto is the tie-in. We now have heard that a rapper named Bad Bunny will be playing El Muerto in a Spidey spinoff that nobody nobody asked for. You don't know Bad Bunny? I don't know El Muerto or Bad Bunny. 
Because <laughs> you said a rapper named Bad Bunny. <laughs> I mean, are you do you, what's his what's his song? Do I, is there a song I know? I don't know his songs. I know him from uh, Dave season two. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. Gotcha. Um, that's a tough one to watch with the wife around because it's really yes, dirty. <laughs> Um, the first appearance of El Water fell from our number one spot last week. Continued to sell 40 copies. High sale of $177.50 for a high-grade near-mint plus raw. And fair market value around $43. At rank 15, we have Batman Beyond the White Knight number one. The regular cover book. 39 copies. 130 for a CBCS 9.8. At rank 16... We have Spider-Man number one, the Todd McFarlane version from 1990. Uh, 33 additional copies of this sold with a 9.9 CGC selling for $1,251.80 because there ain't that many of those. Um, So that's the only reason this one made it on the list, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. At rank 17, there's a Moon Knight number one. So that's like... So it's ultra rare 9.9. That's like, so the greater, they just don't give them out for some, whatever reason. Yeah, because if you've got like a black gloss cover, it's tough to get 9.8s on that kind of thing. If you had printing errors and a lot of them got narked, you just don't have good 9.8s a lot. I mean, but, I mean, shouldn't theoretically 10s exist? Are you talking to CGC or yes. are you talking to I'm PGX? Talking to C- I'm talking to CGC. Then no. So there is no such thing as a perfect comic. I think out of a thousand, they may randomly throw one in just to prove that it's a possibility. I don't think I've ever seen one. I've never I seen think, one. Have you? There were some on the first Batwang because it was prestige. Okay. All right. I've never seen a 10.0. Oh. You've and, never gone to eBay and typed in CGC 10.0? Oh? Uh, do it. Do it. I bet it's a PGX disguised as a CGC. Wearing a fake mustache? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what they do. Not CGC in the title. And then you get... It Batman comes up and Damned. Lieber Mayo. Perfect. CGC 10.0. It's the exact thing I just said was He's, here. You, did, you called it. That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so, that, so there is one. There's a bunch. There's a bunch. A bunch of Batwang or a bunch of CGC 10.0s? Yes. Give me, give me three more. Fathom Zero, CGC 10.0, Jinma. This Usagi Yojimbo. And you're looking at the Campbell picture cover. of it in the CGC case and not a PGX case. What, or a CBCS. What, what are we accusing me of here? Being blind. No. I have a, I'm looking at a signature. Would you, let me start slinging links your direction there, homie? No, I'm just telling you to look. I'm telling you there's 15 pages of things that are legitimately what you're talking about. Okay. Okay. Do I believe they're actually tens? No. But hey. I, I believe that a lot of nine point eights are tens. I go the other way. I'm with you I, on that one. I uh, completely agree on that one. I think Oh, that's PGX, but that's awesome. See? And that, ha- so how did it come up in a CGC ten point search? Because they put put that in there somewhere. They put like C G C yeah. There is a uh, Savage Dragon 250 image variant cover HCGC 10.0 here. And, that's and he only wants four grand for it. Only four grand. Only four grand. Wow. So, I mean, if an, I had a stack of cash, I would just start chucking stuff. Like, 
at that to get that that 10.0 mm-hmm. and i'd just be bribing the guys i would just mm-hmm. i'd be right outside there i'd be i'd be like hey dude i need 10.0 here here's 100 bucks make it happen. it's so odd to see a signature series hit a hit a, a 10.0 because like somebody handled that book somebody somebody's had to have pressed on it yeah, yeah. With their hand, their oils from their hand transferred onto the cover of that book. Well, they were signing it. I am looking at a CGC signature series, TMNT Last Ronin number four, Gem Mint 10, that has been remarked. Time spent on a drawing on it. And yes. I got a 10. So that's bullshit. That's 100% <laughs> bullshit. And um, it's fixed. It's totally a hundred percent fixed. I bet you they, I bet you they paid the CGC guy to sling out a couple tens, a premium price for that quote unquote fast turnaround, fast track to get and then got the 10.0 thrown in for free. Um, bunch of that's not possible, impossible. True. If you're telling yeah. me that the stuff direct from the distributor sealed up not touched by human hands can't be a 10.0 they're all these 9.8s but somehow somehow this book was remarked signed uh, laid I, on I a just table. dropped one for, for you in the chat before you finish your diatribe I'm, uh, I, <laughs> oh there's a 10.0 crossed but it's a yes. cgcs that's a CGCS. signature series oh i'm sorry that's cgcs ss ss Gold foil signed 10.0. That is pretty nice. <laughs> and it's only 24 payments of $99 a month. I could do that. I could squeeze that in. Yep. <sighs> Where was I at, Kyle? Where did I go off the rails? You had you had found a vortex somewhere uh, in CGC the middle 9. of... 9.9. There it is. Okay. Yeah. So, at rank 17, Moon Knight number one from 1980... Uh, classic, classic frequent flyer here on our top 10. 24 copies sold, high sale of 826 for a CGC 9.8. Why this isn't over 1,000 by now, I don't understand. I still have my revolve that I'm looking at right now, and I did nothing with. I thought you had a stack of them. I thought you had three. Moon Knight number one? Yeah. No? No. No. I had a stack of something else. Yeah. Nightwing number one, wasn't it? Yeah. For the Nightwing's first appearance, you had a stack mm-hmm. of them. Uh, uh, I three. Three. Yeah, it was three. Uh, 18 was Dark Hawk number one from 1991. Yeah, baby. Incorporate Dark Hawk into Guardians of the Galaxy before he scrapped it, but there's a new comic series coming out. That means Dark Horse will hopefully one day grace the screen. So 28 days, 28 copies continued to sell. Uh, and there's a $310 CGC 9.8 sale out there. And this is the book that uh, a Facebook group of mine just continues to pump as we're going to as create, our, create our own spec on this book. And sure enough, it, it's have. coming to fruition. Yep. It's, it was a joke mm-hmm. and is now, now a hot book. Um, <laughs> so that that tells you everything you need to know about the science behind speculation. At yeah. uh, rank 19, <laughs> Star Wars number two from 1977. First appearance of Obi-Wan. You do? Yeah. I like stole it from you. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So it's it's not a 9.8. It's not <laughs> a gem man. <laughs> no. We're yeah. talking about 10.0s. This is going to be we're lucky look, to be a 3.0. We're lucky to be a 5.0. We're, we're lucky. 
Uh, 11 copies sold, high sale of 250 bucks for a CGC 8.5. And rounding out is our. I want to kick myself every time I see this because I could have got these for not for for 50 bucks, and I thought that was too high. What the ultimate fallouts? Yes. Yeah, ultimate fallout rounds it out. 20 more to copies, sold 3,400 dollars for a CGC 9.8. That's <sighs> amazing. And, and he hasn't had a live action com- show yet. Correct. Or movie. When when that happens, you're looking at a five thousand dollar book, right? It's 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 Venom. It's Venom is all it can give my head. All right. Thanks for that. Yeah. So fantastic. Yeah. Where are we at? Let's go to FOC. FOC is of course our final order cutoff. It's our last bite at the apple for things that are coming out in a couple weeks. Uh, we have until this weekend. Uh, to add a few things, make a few changes, and see what's coming out. Because we don't want to have to chase those Gem Met 10s on. <laughs> so let's start at the top of our list with some of our DC products. Uh, we have an Artist Elite Primer, number one, over at uh, Lunar. And I have no idea what this is. But it's got Chad Harden, Freddie Williams on it, Tyler Kirkham. It's kind of neat. Yeah, it's an interesting book. One of Lunar's Lunar's distrib- distributed books, kind of cool. Batman has a a Bradican cardstock variant. Batman 124, 1 and 25, Philia Bradican, which sounds like one of them fake names. Philia Bradican. I'll Philia Bradican. But look at look at this cover, Kyle. It's um like a mech with a lot going on. I mean, Batman's just a tiny little speck in the corner. Dude's got a lot going on in this back cave. There's the penny. I don't see the di- there's the dinosaur, and then there's this uh, giant mech. Giant mech in the back cave. I mean, who is this guy? Uh, where? Wh- what kind of stuff has he done or her? Philia Bradican. And uh, this person on the interiors, I would re- I would want for sure. And the cover is kind of amazing, right? Yeah. Yep. So, but it's a ratio, so I'm not sure why we're talking about it. Uh, we can still talk about interesting things that we see right you just can't pick them <laughs> that's the rules i'm sorry i didn't i don't make the rules you I literally made the rule in this case oh yeah i did make that rule capula with a cover for dark crisis number one if we think jenny jenny frizen has a has a type for her covers i'm sure she does you'd have look, to ask her look at look at ben oliver's cardstock batman killing time number four they all look like this. They're all shiny latex. You had me at shiny latex. <laughs> sexy Catwoman. You could say the same thing about J. Scott Campbell. They're all no, sexy. there's variety. I know. I'm just, but yeah, he's got he's uh, leaning into Still, what yeah. he does. What, what he, he does. does. Yeah, I'm I'm good at this. Yes. This is what all my covers are gonna look like. You know what? In Yuckley is good at his Dark Crisis cover. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, okay. I don't love it. What? I don't love that. The um, yeah, I don't, I don't love that. It's the best cover. It's kind of a weird looking Amazon. What? I don't like the way she's standing. Doesn't look natural. Yeah, not a fan. Her posture is different from what I expected. So many, so many Dark Crisis covers. Holy moly. Well, I guess it's number one. What about the Jim Lee homage cardstock though? I mean, that goes without saying. That's really cool. Uh, wraparound, big. Amazing cover. Holy smokes. Yeah, the tons of tons of dark dark crisis to to look at. Oh my gosh, we're gonna revisit 
DC Pride, Tim Drake's retro retcon. And I did, I thought we dropped this. I really did. I didn't realize that we had that this was still a thing. This is a repackage for Pride Month. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Something I must have missed. Uh, we talked about it. We did talk about it. I just, I just, I didn't, didn't remember it being a whole issue. Milestones in history number one, one shot. I got excited when I saw the artist was crisscross. Jump, jump. Yeah. They need to change their name. Poison Ivy gets the first issue. Tons of great covers here. Yeah. All Poison Ivy goodness. Frank Dan. Cho being my favorite. Dan Mora. Uh, which one is? Okay, that's that's Dan. good. Mora. No, look at the show. Look at the. You mean show. the ra- I'm sorry, the ratioed show. The ratioed show. Yeah. <laughs> is is Dan Mora not? Yeah. It's a 250 minimum order card stock though. But then you can order as many as you want. True. So, the elite club is less elite. That's true. 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 And our good friends at Calabunga Comics are not charging you a premium for that. Oh, there you go. Suck it. So that means they had to go 250 deep. And they're willing to do that. Just they're probably you. going 300 so they can get three of these Warren Liu cardstocks foils too, and then five of the Frank Joes. So I wonder how much I got to pay for one of those Frank. Um, At least 75, I'm guessing. 65. 65. Yeah, so they definitely went 300 deep on that. But you may be able to pout them 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 eyes and get it down to 50. Oh yeah, you wouldn't believe the things I would have to do. <laughs> Uh, oh man, lots of good stuff there. Holy smokes! Yeah, DC was packed. Down to Scout. I got nothing in Scout. IDW, poor IDW. We should talk about them since they've been maligned. Nah, nothing to talk about. <laughs> but we are being redirected to Penguin Random House for them. Yeah. Yep. There we is get a in. Roethlisberger cover for Sonic the Hedgehog, but it is not Ben. <laughs> so we have the oh, that's the hardcover cover for Last Ronin. Is that all of them? Or is that just the first issue? 224 pages, so that's... You're getting all five issues of the last run for 30 bucks when they were normally 10 bucks a piece. So that's pretty good. Yeah. We in Marvel? Yep, down into Marvel. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man gets a second printing. Yeah. Uh, that had to have shipped a ton. Mm-hmm. So Whereas a- DC phoned it in with sketch versions of all their second prints. There's an actual nice second print for that one. Yeah. Uh, Hulkling and Wiccan, number one. Um, yes, please. You are a fan. You you are on record that this will be part of the the um Young Avengers reboot. Yeah, because you know, we've already seen Wiccan, so we know Wiccan is a thing. Hulkling, I'm sure we're going to end up in Secret Invasion finding getting him. Um, so I don't know about this iteration of it, but I'm going to snag it up because I'm not missing out. And we haven't had Hulkling and Wiccan. In their own series, right? Not that I know of. They've been I in it. They've been, been, stuff. A, been part of teams before. They were part of, you know, young young Avengers teams and stuff. But yeah. And so this would fall into that first solo series um, collectability. Exactly. Exactly. Which, which seems to be the new thing. Which we can't. Now, Peach Momoko being cover A is is like regal. But the the Vecchio variant is very good as number two as well. Yeah. But it's Momoko. Yep. All day. Uh, we'll Knights get of X going to a second print as well. Oh, okay. Or I say it, but it's a different cover. They're legit. Oh, wow. They've taken a page of interior art and made it their second cover. <gasps> uh, excuse me. That's one way to do it. That's one yeah. way to do it. Yeah. I don't hate it. I don't hate it either. 
um, if it's a pivotable, a pivotable. Piece. One more time. Uh, no, if it's a good, if it's a good page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Knight, Black, White, and Blood, second yes. issue. Give me a couple of options there. That's fantastic. You doing both? Of course. Gotcha. And then uh, new Fantastic Four. That Weaver variant is so good looking. Oh. Well, Nick Bradshaw is pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. We just gonna disagree on everything I like. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm saying also pretty darn good. <laughs> they can't both be good, Drew. I'm <laughs> I'm used to the words of Nightwing where none of the covers are good, so, so you can't which, have two good covers. Which one is it that you want? You like? The, I like the Weaver, the B. The B. Oh, okay. It doesn't look like a B on on the site. Let me go back. Why can't I find it? Adams. Andrews, Lim, Sliney, Zulu. Did I you just say something in code? Those are the names of the ones that I have on the site, so I have to go back to... Or you can just look in your chat, because I'm going to drop it right there. I'm looking. Nope, it didn't drop it. It didn't copy in between too many things. Anyways, I think it's a good looking cover. You're going you're gonna to like it. I still don't see Weaver. Really? That's crazy. You gave me the cross again. I know, I just told you I screwed that up. <laughs> so you have new Fantastic Four, number one, a Weaver variant. No, Moon Knight, a Weaver variant. Oh, okay. Moon Knight, uh, Weaver variant. Oh, yeah, I saw the that. Okay, I was on new Fantastic Four. Sorry, my apologies. You don't listen to me when I speak. Who are you again? I was, uh, yeah, I was reading off like Zulu, Sliney, Simonson, <laughs> Lim. Like, I don't see a Weaver anywhere. <laughs> and I was trying to put first letters together to, stand, to be something, but no. <laughs> I was trying to, yeah, that that didn't work. <laughs> you can cut that whole thing out, right? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna edit that. <laughs> Not for our patrons; they get to listen to you. That's Pat right. Paul. All in the raw. Okay. okay so... <laughs> Interesting cover here. I apologize for cutting you off. Go ahead. Punisher two, the Sia's second printing variant. So we yeah. have the is that the removal of the old sigil? No, no the. Two, that's the same cover as two. It's just okay, a different, different gotcha. background color. Gotcha. It was white, I believe, uh, the, the for the, the second issue. And now the second print has a red background. Okay, that's cool. Which you hate, actually. You hate that. That's that's the old that's the old sigil. That's not the new sigil. Well, yeah, it's but it's the same exact cover. They didn't change Correct. they didn't Correct. change the exactly. sigil in the cover. I, I think you should pay an artist to do a better one. <gasps> oh, excited what are you so excited about i am excited about star wars bounty hunters number 24 sprouse choose your destiny variant is that what that cover is grievous i was concerned i was like what is this what are they doing there that is one of my favorite people who is he again general grievous he is a small lizard being that took on the armor and mantle of a general and his throat was crushed by Mace Windu, and he he is a he is a Jedi bounty hunter who once he kills you he will procure your lightsaber and use it to kill other Jedi. Very cool. And he is an awesome robot character. And he is all this all happened in the cartoons. No moron, this guy was in the prequels. Oh okay. I only watched the prequels. Outside, I watched Phantom Menace a bunch, and then I only watched the other two like once or twice. Why would you watch Phantom Menace a bunch? I loved it. 
That's a, we're gonna we'll do our own po- we'll do a whole podcast on that sometime. <laughs> yeah, I I loved Phantom Menace when it came out. I thought it was great. And, and I never I know I don't I still to this day don't understand the hate. Yeah. I thought it was, um, I thought it was great. But you need to order me this book. Just FYI. The 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 Sprouse version of Bounty Hunters 24. Yes. Just because I I love a Grievous cover. That's like that's a book I would put on the wall just because I love it. Okay. You you would have you're not putting anything on the wall. I will finish this office one day, okay? Yeah, that's not gonna that's not gonna happen. It's after the deck and the garden and the chicken coop. Uh, <laughs> the chicken coop. I forgot about that. Yeah, a little 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 glimpse into my life. Oh, yeah. But you, you don't have to do that for another year because chicks have already done their thing, right? You people are get... people are trying to sell me full grown chickens too. Oh lord. Yeah. Aren't you going on vacation for a month? These are the things I bring up to my wife, and she just says, what? Chickens will be dead when you get back. I have friends who will do things for me. Your brother isn't going to feed your chickens. Which is why I didn't mention you when I said friends. (laughs) I'll eat your chickens. Yeah. I will gladly come to a pile of bones covered in buffalo sauce. (laughs) Me covered in chicken blood and feathers. (laughs) Yum, yum. Uh. All right, let's go. Can we go to images? I'm done with Marvel. <laughs> and Chicken Massacre. Cyberforce gets their 30th anniversary. He's <laughs> so confused. Metal Society 2 with a Dan Pinosian cover that's pretty sweet. Where are you at? That was an image. Am I, not, am I in the wrong place? Yeah, you're an image. That's fine. You jumped over Dark Horse on my list. Is the reason I was oh, there. I'm sorry. Did I? Yeah, just because Ward number one, I wanted to point out. Oh, what's Ward number one? To- Go ahead. Um, that's the ER meets aliens thing that we talked about when we talked about the cavernous vagina. In, uh, the... uh, <laughs> okay. All right. So, yeah. So jump on here because it looks like it's going to get fun. Uh, then we have. Ooh. I keep like, that's the that's a crappy thing about comics. What's that? Uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is a video game that is like at the top of my queue to play, but I just haven't pulled the trigger on. And there is an Immortals Phoenix Rising Traveler's Guide to the Golden Isles hardcover from Dark Horse that looks awesome and it's only fifteen dollars. So yeah, okay, you want it? <gasps> it's nine bucks. What if I never play the game because I have three children? Um, no, we'll hold off. Okay, that's I really like it. Skybound presents After School Number One. Definitely a definitely a um. An attempt at, I'm guessing, at the Scholastic Crowd, maybe? Is that what we're going for? No, it's a horror anthology. I was going to say, this looks uh, geared towards people not like that. Aaron Moorhead from Marvel Studios' Moon Knight. Okay. That's interesting. I have to think about this one. It's only five bucks. Well, how many pages is it? Say. It's only five bucks. Only five bucks. Uh, what happened to Kyle? Only five bucks, he says. Wow. Sure, that did kind of hurt when you said that, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I'm no longer holding the line. No, you're not. But it is kind of neat. I like the idea. It's but anthology, right? What are we going to do with anthologies? Hope that something spikes in them and sell them. Yeah. Hope that there's a. Yeah. Have we seen the artist Tauntaun Revolver before? <laughs> we. I think we have made that joke. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, I like his cover C for Spawn 330. And the black sketch as you've mentioned is can't i'm gonna grade that out very well gonna be tough there yeah some of them are, are not easy the black the black i i have a really great i have the saga cover that's all black with the line cat 9.8 love it 
but it's not, you know, those those blacks show color breaks easy. Twig getting 100 copy incentives on issue two as well. Wow, I didn't realize they were going deep ratio on issue two. But Scotty Young book, they are taking every opportunity. So we we talked about uh, what Ward. Ward up here, and then we have the E-T-E-R, which is a similar concept from Artist Writers and Artisans. But I think Ward looks cool. But, well, didn't we already get this as a one-shot? Oh, this is volume two one-shot. Yes, correct. So one-shot volume two. I was just about to say that is completely a contradiction in terms. Right? One shot. You cannot say two. one shot volume two, or are they, they screwing with us here? It, yeah, it's a, it's a one shot number two. That's what it is. That doesn't make any sense. No. But I guess that's the whole idea behind a one shot. Let's see if anybody likes this crap. Oh, they do? Let's give them another. Yeah. I got nothing And to be fair, the only thing that says one shot is Previews World. The actual cover does not. Yeah, you're right. It's just a comic. <laughs> without a number yep right? yep but which is probably the def- definition of a one shot completely agree with you no nobody is arguing with you drew <laughs> <laughs> the illusion illusion witch uh from behemoth 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 comics oh there it is okay. uh tells the story of adia Locke, a world famous illusionist traumatized by the loss of her father and her son and it is a uh, interesting looking cover variety of covers potions nothing in in boom for me nothing in vault for me nothing in blaze for me uh potions inc number one from mad cave again eric burnham mod cave gotcha Uh, not the art is not eric burnham but stellatia and the call of adventure always seems to hang up whenever Randallgast, Randallgast Jones tries to answer it, leaving him facing the dull future of working in his family's potion shop. So a little fantasy, a little adventure, uh, a little Durham, Eric Burnham style. There you go. From Aftershock Comics, we have Where Starships Go to Die from Mark Sable. If you like your spacey stuff, this seems like space and horror. We've seen that before. Work very well. Mm-hmm. Who's what kind of covers are we getting for uh, Red Room Trigger Warnings for? From oh, it's Fantagraphics, so I can imagine we're getting some. That is a weird human centipede cover of cover A. Jim Ruggs has just two colors. He's going for a Sinkevich look there. Yeah. Not and quite making the. It. Uh, Incentive cover case a dead link. Yeah. The Ed that, Pisker Ed, B is really nice. Yeah, I like that's my favorite so far. That the B. B. Yeah, the Pisker B is good. Titan coming in strong with Doctor Hugh Origins and Blade Runner Origins, so they're hoping to find some people wanting to jump into those IPs. And that's all I got, buddy. Uh me too. Uh, yeah. You don't want to talk about cat massage therapy? No, but uh, sell me. Sell me as Uh, much as you can. I got nothing. I got nothing. Cat massage therapy. It it exists. That's all I got. I'm going to say put up my Star Wars book because I just want you to show the link so I can look at it longer. (laughs) Okay. So Star Wars 24. Oh, no. Bounty Hunter is 24. Yeah. Yeah. Man, 
like there's so many DCs to choose from. There's there almost so many. so many. I literally just scrolled past it because I didn't want to have to choose one. Yeah, it's like there's so many good ones to choose from that they kind of cancel each other out. So I'm torn between After School from Image and Potions Inc. from Mad Cave. And I haven't done a Mad Cave in forever. If no, yeah. So I'm going to go with Potions Inc. number one of five from Mad Cave. Very cool. Now, Kyle, <laughs> tell us about our spoilerific trip. To the CBSI Hot 10 list. Ah, good. We always like to check our secondary market, and that involves uh, going to our good friends at CBSI ComicBookInvest.com and looking at their top 10 hot list. Starting with number one, uh, Secret Wars, number one from 2015, a ratioed one in 100 book. True. One in 100 book. For $75 to $80. I'm not going to pull any punches. The market is down, but that happens when no one has any disposable income and they are chopping things off in their grocery list because they can't afford things. That being said, don't spend your excess on this nonsense. People thinking this is a storyline in future MCU movies. Who cares? When has that ever translated into long-term investments? So they're giving you a dud for that one. Frank Frenzetta's Death Dealer. Number one, the Gabriel Del Otto 1 in 30 Virgin variant is a $60 book. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous Del Otto. For the real Del Otto fans, this will just increase, increase over time. This is has to be a top five cover artist of all time at this point and keep buying his beautiful books. So Why that is a looking cover. not get talked about as much? I don't know. He needs to because that's just so good. Yeah, it is. Forgive Me Father number one, the Jeff DeCall variant, uh, is up over 100 variants. DeCall covers just continue on. Big props to those who were on him for a long time. Um, you all know who you are. Definitely check out Ven Denby's upcoming Vantage Point article here at CBSI. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know who's been on it for a while? The folks at CBSI. Because th these covers are nothing special, and they they must have a bunch of them in a stack. Yeah, they're <laughs> moving the market themselves. I do not see the appeal at yeah. all. I mean, they're great. They're, they're, I mean, they're fine, but they don't. I don't see them being any different than anything else. Do you? Yeah, it looks like they actually. They, we're not going to get any spoiler stuff, so you're good for all your multiverse of madness stuff. It's all good. At rank four, we have the Obi Wan number one. This is the Tyler Kirkham variant that I think is beautiful. Oh, $80 trade dress, $110 virgin. Super curious as to what the general consensus is with these Kirkham variants. The question, uh, not to disc Kirkham, um, this is more about why are these worth so much more than are the, how much are the variants right now. But I think that cover is worth every penny. It's so good. Yeah. Uh, Grim number one, Jenny Frizen, one in 100 variant is up over $130. She continues to do good. Um, that gives me such vibes. That's why I love that one. Star Wars The Force Awakens number six, the photo one in 15 variant here. Uh, why the increase from $20 two months ago all the way up to 150 now? Uh, so, huh. photo covers, man, photo covers. Bloodstained Teeth number one, the uh, Sozomiyaki Virgin variant is up to a $75 to $100. So, I hear the image made her alter the cover. This from the same company that put out Savage Dragon 225. Go figure. Sozo is staying hot for the time being. Let's hope she doesn't overdo it. So the, to cover up some naughty I'm bits? We got, we got less cleavage. Ah, gotcha. So who knows? 
Uh, Amazing Spider-Man, number one, the Rose Besh 1 in 500 virgin variant, $400. Not even going to talk about it because there's no way I'd ever buy a 1 in 500. No. Silk, number one, the in Lee variant, limited to 300 copies, is up over $300 for a raw and $500 for CGC 9.8. A gorgeous cover. Silk is still supremely overlooked. Her cost doom rivals spider gwens i agree with everything they're saying 300 is a low number but if you read the certificate it states that 300 copies were sold via retailer and each copy comes with an individually numbered coa and at rank 10 dr a for number one the dog david nokiyama variant let's see over a thousand dollars drew the Nokiyama variant for uh april one I don't know much about this one, but since the McKelvey sells for a ton, why not this one? When you start to think about it, DNA has put out a ton of covers, mostly under the radar. Like, I don't like this cover as well as the cover A, but... Oh well. Afra's, it's a great Afra. It's a great Afra. BT and Triple Zero. Yeah, eh. kind of phoned it in. And honorable mentions, we have the free comic book day version of Shadow Hunters. $35. No words for this homage. We have a couple of words. Never this mind. is that Spider-Man number one homage cover? Yep. From, God, they do do the hell out of this, don't they? But it's it's really good. 35 bucks. Yeah, for a free give up. Can't beat that. Or But it was it was capped at 80 So. Oh, you couldn't. This wasn't. There were. <laughs> wait a minute. There's only 80 of these? I, apparently. Uh, well, that's normally what they mean when they do the slash 80. That can't be right. I don't know the answer to that then. Or, or maybe it's like a, is it like a, is it actually McFarland doing the cover? I, I don't know I the answer to that. I can't click on it and then tell. It's unknown and unknown. So. I mean, the, his, that looks like his signature, but it could be an homage of his signature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was one of their honorable mentions. Oh, yeah. See, the green one, this is a green slime edition. Uh, yeah. I see what you're saying. Only 80 printed and distributed around free comic book days by by LCS is very limited. 2022 edition. Very limited, I would say. That's got, yeah. that's got upside then. Yep. Yeah, so that's actually really cool. So it's yeah. an homage. We're not getting our hands on that. I'm sure Eric put one back for us. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally got slipped <laughs> into my box. <laughs> hey, yo. Uh, Daredevil Comics number 17. Holy smokes. Look at what is going on on this cover. Try and explain this one to your kids. Anyways, a 7.0 Promise Edition sold for the highest mark for any grade of this book this week for $4,300. So it's not our Daredevil. It's a Daredevil. Correct. Very cool. Yeah. Very All right, Drew. It's time for our sneak peek at next week. What's coming out on Tuesday and Wednesday that we've got to run to our local comic book shops and snag up? Let's start with our DC books. Well, we've got more um, Batman Who Laughs with uh, cover B for World's Finest, number three. Yeah, Very cool. He makes an appearance. That's interesting. Very. I love, love, love the Batwoman 43 cover C uh, by Takeshi Miyazawa, the AAPI cardstock variant. I like that one a lot. I don't see it. Who is it? Uh, Cover C, Takeshi Miyazawa. Batwoman? Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. Actually, all the Catwoman covers are really good. Prisons is really good. <laughs> Jeff DeCall is very good. They're all very good. Now, better get that DeCall, right? Yeah, no doubt. And that, Well, that's cover A, so yeah. They're so solid after. Love the Fables 151 cover B. 
Did it start on 150? No, it started on 151. This is the this is the is this the jump off? This is the first one week? back. Yeah, this is yeah, the first one. So this one is the back. first one back. So yeah, that's probably my pick. But yeah, okay. Now, why do you like that? Because it looks a little busy to me. Oh yeah, with the with the with the, the arrowhead and the yeah, I love that archer and the bear and a box. There's a lot. Come on, it's a red panda. It's obviously a red panda. The red panda? What? It's a red panda. Never heard of a red panda? They're adorable. No. You should Google videos of red pandas when we're done here. All right, I'll, I'll do that right after I watch Rebels. <laughs> I hate everything about you. <laughs> Nightwing has okay covers. Um, so Nightwing visits a Chinese restaurant is the theme for uh, the... Uh, you like a- that. I do like it, actually. You like that one. You like I, that one. I actually really like it. It's cute. Barbara looks great on the cover. So what is where, what happened to the D cover? So we have A, B, C, and E. What What is... Is D a blank or a ratio? They, even, they usually show the blank. So that's... Yeah, that's odd. I wonder if it's a ratio or something weird. Yeah, I don't know. But I got five covers for Nightwing, so that's weird. Well, the Orb War, and they mislabeled it. Uh, Shadow War War Zone number one, a one-shot by John Boy Myers and Howard Porter with the cover. Both of them are pretty pretty sweet. This comic experience book, Past the Last Mountain, number one of a four-issue series by Paul Aylor, looks very interesting. It's something I'll probably read. It is six bucks for an issue, but... What's it? Least... Go ahead. What's, what's it? Why? What do we like Critically about? acclaimed writer Paul Aylor teams up with rising star Louis Joyce and Gannon Beck for this thrilling geopolitical fantasy presented in perfect bound format with 46 pages of story for $5.99. Half a century ago, the United States rounded up and imprisoned all the fantasy creatures that live amongst us. Now, a fawn, a dragon, and an adorable troll boy have escaped confinement and are on the run from the United States Army. Plus, we take you back to the war with short stories written by Paul Aylor, illustrated by blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't care. Son of a... You can enjoy that. You can enjoy that. I I have... I have room in my reading stacks for just a couple of fantasy books. And you don't think that's good? That's okay, but it's, I can't read too much fantasy. Worse. Shadow Zone, or Shadow War, Zone 1, cover B, homage. And we have a DC book, homaging a Marvel book. I love when they do that. Really? I didn't yes. catch that. You don't know that cover? I do know that cover. Days of Future Past? Is that what it is? It is a Days of Future Past homage. I didn't know that cover. Yeah, very cool. Very, very cool. We're looking at uh, image now. Are you done? Another I guess I'm done. Moving on. Are you done? You don't have to be. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done. There's only a couple left. Eight billion genies. You thought this looked pretty cool. I did. And I loved it. It was very, very good. Oh, that's right. You read this already. Right, did they? Um, are they doing a second print or something? Is are you on the right did date? I, did I click? Oh, I clicked the wrong day. Never mind. Time out. There we go. Now I'm there. But yeah, eight billion genies was great. <laughs> next uh i hate this place and f this place the explicit version it's scotty young and somebody who's the other person nope no it's kyle starks my boy mm-hmm. and artyom Topolin. seems like something scotty young would do so this can i can i harken back to about an hour ago when we started this podcast sure so here we have a, a same-sex couple but they are just members of this book, and this book is not being sold as the next 
you know, in that regard. They're just like, hey, these two people. And it's so you've got your representation, but it's not the forefront of this book. There's an actual storyline. And these people, these are people. in It It doesn't say queer romance between Trudy and Gabby. Yeah. As they inherit a farmhouse. Doesn't say that. Doesn't say that. There's a difference. I agree. There's a difference. Joe and I, I'm, I'm interested in this because I, I, uh, I you too. know me as a big Kyle Starks guy. I love Kyle Starks, so I'm, I'm on it too. Um, Joe Hill's reign. I love Kyle Starks more. I think you do because he's your name. That's who you're named after, by the way. <laughs> yes, he was, exactly. He was very young. He hadn't written a comic yet, but <laughs> your mother was very, very smitten with him and said, uh, "You know this Kyle Starks guy? <laughs> he's gonna be somebody. Maybe this little yeah, rock." I, I, I think I'm older than him. Are you? Yeah. So Kyle Stark was named after you. (laughs) Yes, right. That's exactly what it was. Anyway, can I talk about Joe Hill Rain now? Because it's finishing up. I've been waiting all day for you to talk about it. It's it's really really a great book, and it kind of poo pooed the um, Joe Hill's going to put his name in front of everything, but it's really good. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. So you should check that out. It's about. Nails that or rain it rains nails and shards uh, from nails the as in fingernails or no, nails like as in... as in shards of glass type nails oh. and kills people when it rains and That's it's awesome. really interesting really interesting concept you know take a little high concept and make a story out of it and sometimes it works and it did very cool Kyle it's it's Walking Dead thirty nine are we out of the are we out of the no we're still we in still the... have three we covers even, we are we still in the prison baby yet. yeah correct oh me has not he has neither been born nor died so we got yeah. lots to go i believe this is the birthing issue though if i remember so in the comic does that kill her no she lives no. after that governor doesn't she crush the baby when running from the governor I can't remember the differences in between the show and the comic anymore. Well, she doesn't die at all in the show, so there's the big difference. No, she does. Okay, she doesn't die. Carl in the has to kill her. Carl has. To, Car- Carl has. Carl to, kills mom. I'm talking about baby. Well, oh yeah, baby never. Dies. You're right. Sorry. Ah, little ass kicker becomes. Yes. Now raised by um Daryl, which is dumb. You're not car- current, are you? In the show. No, I stopped oh in a. I stopped. With the Reverend in a shipping container, and I forgot to pick back up. Oh, Kyle, they have just they have Off taken the our, they have taken our beloved Walking Dead, and D- that, I am two thirds of the final. Why the last man did? No, it's not that bad. Um, it, you know, it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's really boring now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of filler and slow paced episodes and. I think the only way to watch it is to binge it and fast forward through the boring parts because I'm I'm in this. I just finished the second two of three of the final season. So the second eight, Mm -hmm. the final eight is coming up this fall, I'm guessing October ish. Um, And I just can't wait to get through it. It's just it's doing nothing. It is just meandering through the Commonwealth storyline. And oh. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great, and um, we love this show so much, Kyle. We love yes, it so much, yes. and you're not even you're not even paying attention to it, and you loved it as much as I did. Yes, that's that that says volumes, right? Correct. Because I was the I was a big apologist. I was a Walking Dead apologist for decades. Mm-hmm. It feels like decades. 
Probably not decades, since it hasn't been out that long. Probably a decade. Anyway, anyway, back to Dark Horse. There's nothing in Dark Horse. <laughs> How about IDW then? No. Okay. I see. Like this, they're doing the best of Rat King. Right. No, you're you're ruining these. Stop them where you stopped them. I would allow up to Casey Jones, and then just friggin' stop. Yeah. Just stop. Um, a friend of a friend, a friend of mine's kid posted something uh about like there were four friends and they each had a uh a bandana a tmnt bandana tattoo uh-huh. and that's cute yeah so different color all four of them had a different color which one was think i know the colors i'm donatello you're James. donatello i couldn't yes. i couldn't remember if it was you don't remember name. me running around the acreage with a bow staff pretending to be cool I, can't, I, I I conflate the turtles. I'm sorry. I don't know them apart. What? I don't. I don't know the difference. I know that there's Michelangelo, yes, Raphael, no. Donatello, and, and one more. Katana. Leonardo. Leonardo. Is it just because you hate the Renaissance painters? No, it's not. I just, again, I watched like a thousand of those episodes multiple times with you. Thank as you. a kid. I appreciate that. You you used to uh, videotape them when you had cable, and I did not. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, so I remember them existing. I just I don't I don't have the same memory of them. They are ingrained. Everything from TGRI down. So that's right. Each each turtle also had its own weapon. Correct. Okay, that's right. It's coming back to me a little bit now. Marvel. Marvel. So we have a uh, Immortals X-Men number two, Phil Noto, um, and we have Mr. Sinister, but I immediately thought it was Morbius uh, from the movie, but it's not. But right. I, that was cute. Uh, I, I can see that 100%. Finally, we get Savage Avengers. Feels like we've been talking about this forever. I hope it doesn't suck. Um, David Peepos, friend of the show. We're excited for this one and um, can't wait to read it. That's awesome. I don't know that I've ever... Never mind. Interesting. That's awesome. Stan Sakai doing a uh, cover for Marvel Voices Identity Number 1. The AA... The AA... What I... <laughs> AAPI? Yeah, I thought they were doing AAPI, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, AAPI Creators. It's in the text and not in the cover, in the right. top, so that's cool. <laughs> I was like, Stan Sakai's AAPI? I'm like, yeah, obviously. Duh. Okay. <laughs> he would be, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's of course Asian. He writes about a katana wielding rabbit. Come on now. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that cover too. And Kyle, it's um <gasps> No, nope, sorry, buying the Wu variant. The Wu variant is where it, I want I want that. Which one? The uh silk kimono. It's Marvel oh. Voices identity number one. That oh. is such a good cover. Okay. I yeah, it is pretty neat. I see it. A lot of good silk covers, really. Yeah, cool hard covers for uh, Moon Knight there. 125 bucks a pop though. Yeah, discounts may vary. Savage Avengers, I'm 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 not interested in. You, you you don't listen to me when I talk. Yeah, I was talking about other things. I hadn't finished the one prior to that. What were you talking about for Savage Avengers? Nothing. I don't want to repeat myself for our listeners who were paying attention. You think it was even worth repeating? Probably not. Okay. I hate all the silk covers for Silk Five. Number one's not bad. Yeah, I like number one. Never mind. Cover A is the way to go. Ooh, wait. Wu did a version of this with the kimono, too. That's yeah. right. This is the other one I liked. Yeah. Yeah, you like both of those. I stopped at C and didn't look. Yeah, that was really cool. I actually really like that one as well. Are we in back half yet? 
Sorry, I'm still clicking around the uh, no, that's Star fine. Wars Doctor A for twenty for uh, to try to figure out who's on that uh, the trader cover. It's pretty cool. Okay, I'm done. So we've got the collected prairie pothole by John Porcellini, Porcellini, which is like a comic collected from uh, a strip in the Chicago Reader. Tries to be intrigued. Hmm. It's twenty-eight four-panel newspaper-style strips for six bucks. Uh, plus bonus materials, and it's from a, something called Uncivilized Comics, which I'm not familiar. Okay. Yeah. So kind of curious about that one. What was the name of it again? Um, it's called the pra- the Collected Prairie Pothole. Prairie Pothole. Hmm. Prairie Pothole. Never heard of it, but it seems. Yeah. Fox Family values one shot. I do remember the Fox when Archie tried to bring that character back in a short-lived series i enjoyed Mm it um but again it's a non-super it's a superhero book in a non-superhero company gotcha which bugs me for some reason that nobody understands yeah i remember your difficulty with radiant black and radiant red yep yep same problem not with invincible who knew yeah um i have a lot of layers like Mm -hmm. an onion third issue of hit me first two have been fantastic Knights of the Dinner Table makes it to issue 293. So issue 300 is right around the corner. Hats off to those guys. Self-publishing nearly 300 books. Life Zero D cover is an homage. Is that the death of... That's a, that's an X-Men cover, right? Yes, exactly. Because that, that's Jean Grey being held, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Or is that the um, Supergirl cover from Crisis? Ooh, that could be it, too. That's cool homage either way. It's so <laughs> when you know you've seen it but don't know what the homage is. Yeah. Happens when you get old. Mm-hmm. Rivers of London, another new volume for them. I really liked the first Rivers of London. And I Did was you? The first couple issues and then just stopped reading it. So yeah. I don't know why, but I, I really liked it. I've done it. I've done that before where I miss an issue. Something happens. I skip an issue and then I never get back around to it. And, I and there's such I difference really between... That. Loving something and loving something enough to go back and start over. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm, these are tough. Tough call. Yeah. Got a couple of challenges here. Yeah. Um, I I just think that Shadow War Zone cover B is really cool. That homage. Um, past the mountain, I still... Th- I'm going to go... Just because you crapped on it, uh-huh. I'm wanting to go to past the mountain, number one. Okay. I'm, but I want Fables 151 as well. Crap. Oh yeah, you already you called. That was an early shot that you called. Yeah, the restart of Fables is really cool. You got one? Uh huh. I got a couple. And I got same here. This one. is what I can't decide. I'm gonna go past the mountain, volume one. I'm I'm gonna. I think it. I like it. I'm gonna past do it. the mountain one. Number one. So I was. I was. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with F this place. The Carl. The Kyle Starks explicit version of his new number one yes that's what i'm doing who's that from oh that's, that's image, image. image yeah. yep. all right all right we well, thank you for traveling with drew and myself through our sneak peek at next week for this issue um i will be off next week so glorious blessings to the co-host and drew for that one um i will be taking a nice little camping adventure so that should be a good time so we thank you so much for traveling along with us for drew and for myself see you rlcs 
is Cowabunga Comics out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, and their mail order company, Deep Discount Comics. And we went there, and, and we were actually invoice number 0001. We are the we were the very first <laughs> their very first customer, um, which was kind of cool. They've been nothing short of fantastic customer service wise. Discounts they were very close, if not the same or better than DCBS on a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. Over and above uh, customer service wise, always taking care of us, going the extra mile, so responsive, getting instantaneous. Uh, responses back to uh, questions about things and to the point where knowing the stuff you like and anticipating your needs and having it suggested to, that you might want to add this to your order already uh, before you even have to think about about it. That's kind of cool. Really quality experience. We, we love working with Cowabunga and Deep Discount and that's why they're in our show notes every single episode and have been for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes that mm-hmm. we leave them there because we like them. They're cool, good people. That's why they're in there. By God, they'd tell you to, if you've got a local comic book shop that you love, stay with them because every, everybody needs to support their local comic shops. But if you're looking, check them out. You can check them out in, in the show notes. There's plenty of ways to get a hold of them. Either get on their list just so you can check and see what kind of FOC and pre-order stuff they have and the discounts, and they'll send it to you um, each month, get you on that email list. And you can check out their shop because they have a great shop of exclusive Cowabunga mm-hmm. variants. Amazing stuff. Yes, they've always been there for us, and we take them for granted. So there you go. Now you, now you know. <laughs>